Hello, beautiful human. You got Dan here. Hey. Welcome back to the studio. Jordan Joe. Hey, hey, hey. I'm back. Oh, my gosh. Well, this, you guys liked me. This time, the whole full body of work to dive into. But before we get into that, you were bringing up something like before we all, all started about this fake phone number thing that I keep seeing people post about. Yes. All these celebrities are like, text me, call me, whatever. Mm-hmm. It, it's not your real number. It's not fake, though. So, so <laughs> <laughs> it's really me texting you. Is it really? It comes to my phone. I text you, but it is not my actual phone number, but it comes to my phone. I text you. It ain't fake. So, what? first of all. Where do like, the messages go? It comes to my phone. <laughs> yeah, they could probably go to like an app interface that you can look at. Or Maybe. Does somebody, who does this? Who owns this company? A person. <laughs> because everybody's doing it. I know. Yeah, no, it's, well, I've seen everyone do it. I'm like, how do you do that? I I almost leaked my own number, um, but I didn't. I mean, I didn't. But then I'm just like, okay, how do I do this? And I get a DM, and this guy's like, hey, do you want to, like, text your fans? And I'm like, uh, yeah, I've been trying to figure out how I do this because everyone, when I when I swipe up on people's stories and I'm like, how do you do this? They're just like, uh, what, like, leaking my number? And then they just, like, don't answer because it's very secretive. Yeah. So finally I got a hold of it, and, yeah, all day I've just been – my phone has been blowing up because obviously I want to have the notifications on so that I don't miss people. I don't forget about it. So, yeah, it's been pretty crazy. But now my phone's on airplane mode for this interview. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for silencing all of it. I'll just be like. Just texting your fan. <laughs> I mean, by the way, no offense to this guy who did it. Obviously, he's, <laughs> he's marketed it beautifully. But being able to have a phone number where you can text people is not like new technology. It's mm-hmm. not. Rev- nothing's revolutionary here. No, it's just. It's. I don't know. It's just more personal. Anyone can DM you, you know, but it's yeah. just, it's also coming straight to your phone and like, there's no way I could miss it. So do you have like two messenger sec- like messages sections yes. on your phone? Yes. Cool. Look at you. Very fancy. People probably think I'm being so sketchy, but it's not sketchy. Text her. <laughs> text me. I text back. Jordan Jones. That is the EP. Where do we start here? Um, you're definitely telling a story, right? Top to bottom, bottom to top, actually, not bo- top to bottom. So you start with think about you, and then you go all the way up to cover up. No, cover up is first song on the EP, and that was when that was the first song I wrote, first song I recorded, first song that I chose to be on the EP, and so that song was the heartbreak, the rock bottom, and then you get all the way up to think about you and leave and what else? Um, more. That song too. It's all so. Was up somebody there. was somebody trying to cover up this? Did somebody cheat on you? Still to this day, don't really know. But I mean, it was it was a friendship between my ex and a friend. Friendship that's which they were friends. Which I definitely still don't think that he cheated on me. But they were just getting really close, and I was I wasn't even really bothered by it because I obviously know my worth, and I didn't even really get jealous because. This person was always just like, oh, it's literally my friend. Like, don't care. Don't. It's really nothing. So I just started to just not ask. I was just like, okay, I'm clearly like know my worth. I'm not going to trip over this girl. And then I just start seeing Twitter mentions. And that's what I say in the song was I would literally get because I was signed into his Twitter, too, because it was such a toxic relationship where we just didn't trust each other. So we were both on each other's Twitters. Just what? 
it was very different than anything that I have now. But yeah, like I would just be on his Twitter and it would just be this girl, this girl, this girl. And I'm just like, and the song I say. And she's a friend of yours? No, not mine. Okay. His, yeah. I never even met her. Oh, I did meet her once actually. But she was so nice. I met, I went straight up to her because I was like, well, if my boyfriend's friends with this girl, I want to be her friend. I want to be nice to her. So I met her at an event and I was like, hi, I'm Jordan. Nice to meet you. And she was like, nice to meet you. But then like the whole day kind of just like escalated and it was just a whole moment. So it was just like, okay, it's just weird, but still it doesn't seem sus. I don't want to worry about it. This girl's super nice. He is treating me right still or like whatever it was. So that was like the start of the downfall. Okay. Yeah. It's just the second you meet her. No, yeah, she was nice at first and everything was good. I mean, still, she's nice. Like, I don't have anything bad to say about her, but it was just because it wasn't her fault at all, obviously. Did he take steps to cover up and hide this relationship from you? Well, I mean, one was I never met her, really. Like, I never, it was whenever she was over at the house late at night, he wouldn't tell me and I would find out. And it still wasn't weird because they were friends. Like, like I know it sounds weird, but I just, like, trusted him so yeah. much because I didn't think anything of it. And I'm just like, okay, she's over. I'm seeing in Snapchats. They're posting live. They're making YouTube videos. He doesn't want to make them with me. I just thought it started to get weird. You know what I mean? But still, he would be like, he's it's my friend, my friend, my friend. Uh, whose idea was it to be, have access to each other's Twitters? Um... I mean, honestly, probably every teenage couple does that unless it's unless you're super trustworthy and have no problems. But it's just like being in social media, too. It's just def- like everyone I knew at the time, they all had the same thing going on. Everyone had access. No Instagram, but Twitter. Well, <laughs> I don't know why. But well, and also, like, I, no, one, I don't think anyone even looked until I was like, OK, I just started snooping because we're girls. We stalk. We get deep. And then you just start thinking even harder. But, yeah. Why does the hoochie stuff happen on Twitter? The what stuff? The hoochie. Like uh, the the, the love, the the relationship, the the cheating. I don't know because you can see – I don't know. Honestly, nothing that that I wouldn't be able to see from my own account. I mean DMs, but when you have a million DMs from fans too, it's it's just like if – like say – What's weird, too, about being in being on social media or even almost being a celebrity, you don't know if someone's being like, I love you so much. And then yeah. your boyfriend says it, your girlfriend, like you could totally be saying I love you in a different way. But then people don't realize it because it's a fan or if it's not a fan. It's definitely weird. So do, what role does this record play in your overall life? Like, does it allow you to heal from it? Does it allow you to learn new things about the situation? Definitely both. When I was writing it, it was a healing process. And now when I'm listening to it, it's like, wow, I went through that. It really, it's it's almost made me who I've become. Like, <laughs> it's created a new outlook on how I look at life and what I go through. Like now I'll never let that happen to me. I'll never let someone control, take over my Twitter, like anything like that. It's yeah, just that's like, really... I can now see signs that I didn't think were signs because you went that. through it. I went through it, honey. Yeah. Well, that's how you learn. <laughs> <laughs> so how's the new boyfriend? I mean, obviously good. Cause you share hair color. Yes. <laughs> Yes, way amazing, way amazing. I don't even know 
if that's a word, but way amazing. That's what we're going to use. Um, basically, after after Cover Up, Cut Them Off, and that was those were the first two songs that were about last relationship and getting over it, and then you have Body Up. That changes. Body Up was... it's It could go both ways. It could be you wanting that old person back or you finding this new person that you just can't get enough of, but you think it's too soon, but it's... It's not going to happen. And then you have more that was written about Jordan, which is my music video that's coming out. Current boyfriend. And yeah, that song is all about him being in love, never loving anything as much, never having enough of it. And then you have leave and think about you again, just highlights of love life. Let's go back to body up. Yes. So Body Up, what is that song to you? Is it that transition period? Yeah, the transition period to me is being with that new person, but it's you think too fast or you think you're giving yourself away or you just, yeah, and just finding someone new that you don't know is it yet or loves you for who you are and all of all of that. But that was my transition period and I couldn't get enough of this person. It was like the beginning of the honeymoon stage. But again, you were just like, oh, my gosh, so back and forth with your mind. It's weird. So was that about Jordan? Yes. Or? Yeah, for me, that was about Jordan. Got it. Yeah. But I, all, like, my fans are, in the DMs I'm reading, it's about them. They th- they think I wrote it about going backwards, and but it's not that for me. But, I mean, I see why – because – People are like, oh, what do you want them to take away from Body Up or whatever? I don't want to tell people what to think about it or what to take away. I just want them to listen to it and take it in their own way. Yeah. Of course. That is art. Beautiful. Some people think it's the most magnificent piece in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Zach Sang Show. Hey, beautiful human, real quick. If you're considering going back to school, you should ask yourself the following questions. Do you need the flexibility to take classes on your schedule? Do you have college credits that you need transferred? Do you want to earn a quality degree from a world-renowned university? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Arizona State University could be the perfect school for you. Arizona State University offers 200 highly ranked degree programs, 100% online. You're going to earn the same degree as you would on campus from wherever you are on your schedule. Plus, ASU Online accepts most transfer credits. If you want more information, text my name. Zach to 35517. That is Zach to 35517. So you can learn for yourself why the Wall Street Journal ranks ASU fifth in the nation for producing the best qualified graduates and why 87% of ASU grads are recruited within, 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 within 90 days of graduation. That's a big number. 87% of the graduates, they get a job in 90 days. Learn to grow, learn to succeed. And learn to thrive at Arizona State University. To learn more about ASU online degrees, text Zach to 35517. That is Z-A-C-H to 35517. <sighs> Knowledge is power. Zach Sang Show. I mean, this album to you, like, how long were you sitting on these finished songs before you released them? A year. A are year. You, are you just listening to your own stuff constantly? I was, yes. I mean, I still do, but... Um, I would send it to my friends. I would, because I have a lot of friends back in Michigan or my family, they would always play it whenever I have a new friend or um, my friend's new boyfriend, my friend's new boyfriend's sister. I played it for everybody. (laughs) And um, yeah, I just had the link on my phone. 
and I have I've had shows the whole year, so I've performed some of them, like Leave, um, Can't yeah. Say No's been out, uh, Think About You, and Cut Them Off. So I mean, those songs have been out, but then the unreleased ones that we were finishing up were definitely the ones that I was playing a lot. What was it like playing more for Jordan for the first time? He was actually in the studio with me when I recorded that. And he was, it was the only time he was ever in the studio with me. Sometimes he drops me off or picks me up, but that time I let him come inside. And I was very <laughs> nervous at first, and it was probably the worst takes I've ever done in my life. I couldn't concentrate. I was so nervous. I don't even know what was up with me, but then I started getting into the groove and yeah. kind of just like acting like he wasn't there. And then I did good, and it was, it's my favorite song because I think I sound the best on it. And, I mean, it obviously has a ton of effects during the pre-chorus and then the chorus, but I just think that it reflects me the most, which I feel like it helped him being there. So I'm like, you're going to be there all, because that was the last song I recorded too. So now for the rest of my songs coming up, I'm like, okay, you have to be at the studio because I do better when you're there. (laughs) (laughs) Now you have a new studio buddy. Yes. So that was the last song you wrote and recorded? Yes. More. More. And the first song was Cover Up. Yes. Cover up, and then it's like it's literally the difference between those two songs is crazy. So it's, I literally did it in order of how I felt, where I was at in my life, and then we ended up with more. Did you work with the same writers from record to record or different people? I worked with a lot of different people, and some of the songs got sent in to me. Some of the songs we made from scratch, and basically, um, I recorded all of my songs and, pro- and the same producer, like cut all of my vocals the same studio which i did a whole igtv video about but that's that's what i like the most is going to one studio to record everything even though everything's from a different producer or writer energy yeah because also this that person damon sharp he knows how i like to sound how i how i like my vibe to be so it's it's just super easy and chill when i come into the studio to finally record a song because it could be a year that after we wrote a song or like the same day we could re- record a song so yeah really so you'd hold songs like you'd write a song and then wait to record it or cut the ma- master vocal yeah or i would just come back in to re-record so cover up we did in i think june or july of 2018 and then i re-recorded it maybe five months ago oh, wow. because i was actually sick when i when i recorded it the first time but it also helped my almost sad feel of it so i wanted to keep it but then after a while of just obviously listening to it a million times i was like yeah no i don't want to sound like that it definitely it definitely had the point come across better but i didn't want to sound all nasally so i was like no we need to definitely redo that you felt the emotion yeah i got a lot of nose yeah because again like i was it was so hard for me for me to record that song when I first wrote it. So I almost needed time to just not be in that same I get it. headspace. It was that emotional. Yeah. Because I would be in the studio crying. Like, legit. I would, And I wouldn't try to, like, show it to anybody. Because after a breakup, you, you go through the phase of, oh, I'm sad. And then you're like, oh, no. Like, I don't need that. <laughs> like, I'm a baddie. But I was, I was acting like I was in that baddie phase. But I wasn't. So I was... <laughs> I was so just not right. But then I met Jordan at the end of July. So that's when I started writing all the lovey songs. <laughs> I understand that. Like, yeah. You're trying to put on a face. Yeah. But it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. And t- honestly, like, it's 
it's until you meet someone new. Because then as soon as that happens, you're just like, why did I let that happen to me? I'm this, I'm that. This person showing me how I'm supposed to be treated. So then it's just like absolutely everything that you've known is just out the door. Does your ex even know that some of these records are about? Yes, because when I recorded Cover Up, we were still talking and basically dating. Got it. Because we we had a break and then all of that. It was the whole type of relationship. But then he came to pick up his clothes <laughs> while I was dating my boyfriend. And my boyfriend and I were currently, like, filming a YouTube video downstairs, and he just knocks on the door, and he's like, I'm here to get my stuff. And I was like, okay, whatever. So my boyfriend and I are, like, helping him take his clothes out of my house. They're, they're like, super chill, super chill, because obviously we're on to bigger and better things. But, um, oh, oh. yeah, so he wasn't, like, weirded out at all, so, which also helps. But <laughs> I know what he's thinking, but I'm just going to speak over him. But so so we, we go outside and I'm like, I want to play you a song. And I played him cover up and he played me a song he wrote about me. So, yeah, he heard the song and which was good because how I wrote cover up was all the stuff I wanted to say to that person. I never said because I'm just too nice and I don't want to start things. I don't want to argue. I hate fighting. I'll never say how I feel, but I'm working on that. But but I would write it in my notes. So he, he still had no idea that I felt that way or wanted to say that stuff to him or anything. Because even when we broke up, he was just like, get out, like, leave. Like, I don't want you, like, whatever. And I was just crying. And then I just left. I didn't say anything. So playing that song for him was, like, therapy for me. And yeah. I finally got all that out, which was... I always said, like, if I ever see him again, I'm playing him that song. And that's what I did, which was super cool. So much left unsaid, but that makes a great record. But you played him this song while your new boyfriend was there? Yeah, we were just all outside. It was fun. All listening to it? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> it's weird, but it's not weird, I promise. <laughs> I'm about to enter a full body cringe. That, that What? Like? Oh, yeah. My, my mom was outside. His two friends. <laughs> the family affair. Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> yeah, it was it was crazy. And then he played you the song he wrote about you. Yes, which I don't even I don't even know if it was out or is out. Who, but is, who is this ex? Do you know? You, last time I came, I think oh. I was dating him. No, you were dating Jordan last time you were. Oh here. well, I think it must have been right because we talked about. Yeah, we did. His name Brandon. Yes, Brandon Westberg. <laughs> Westenberg. All right. Well, the internet's yes. got the name wrong, so. <laughs> that's his primary home. That's not good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> when your primary place of residence is spelling your name wrong. Yeah. What is he? So he's a singer? N- I don't know. I mean. A poet? Uh, po- a poet? I mean, he's deaf. Like, back then, he was trying to rap. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he put anything out. I don't know. Well, we're, we're on to bigger and better, right? Yeah. Well, also, according to the internet, the song Can't Say No, is that written about him originally? Yes. Yes. So all of that was when we were in a good place, so in love, all of that. And um, which actually is weird because that song, even Jordan now, he's like, you wrote the song about me. I was like, I wasn't, I didn't, but it literally almost is like I did. It was like a future me was writing a song about Jordan. Because the details in the song are literally him as well. You manifested it. I did. You brought on your own Yeah. Game. 
Can't Say No was the first song that was released off the EP, which was a single almost a year and a half ago. But I love it so much. I was like, I want to re-release it. And I want it to be... Because it almost goes with the whole flow, like I I said. It fits the narrative. Yes. Totally. Thinking About You is a great record. Cut Them Off, one of my favorite. Thanks. Think About You. There's some lyrics in that one that I wasn't expecting to hear from you. Don't tell my mom. Oh, you mean the one that's sitting right behind you? (laughs) Dan, would you like to recite some of the lyrics? Um, sure. Every time I think about you, I just think of making love more than just a f- <laughs> See, it sounds weird. But it also... Coming from him. Coming from you, yeah. But, um, it says, <coughs> I'm making love, not of. It, I mean, I say I'm. Maybe the internet thinks I, thinks I say of. But it says, I just think I'm making love. I just think I'm making love. Yeah. This sounds a little less weird. <laughs> no, I think it's a beautiful lyric. Um, you go. Well, no, like, how does it feel writing lyrics like that? I'm sure you're not used to doing things like that. Yeah, of course not. I mean, with help of geniuses behind me. Um, yeah, that, that uh, I mean, it is basically what I said. I was like, I want... This song to be very mature, very almost sexual because of that's how I felt about that person. And this new sound of matureness and just being mature basically is what I'm trying to say. Is just like that's how I wanted the song to be about. And then that's what they wrote about. Is it hard showing your mom that for the first time? Is it awkward? For about Yes. A year, <laughs> she, she would say that lyric a bunch of times. She would say it to my dad. She would she would turn the song down when the song when that part was coming. She would she would tell my aunt, my uncle, and my godmother to like not listen to that song or just if they listen to it, then don't think about that part. But then I was like, Mom, do you want me to make you a clean version so you don't have to act like this is happening? <laughs> you just put a giant bleep across it but question is are the lyrics true do you feel like you're living your truth in the song and in this album oh yeah that's exactly exactly what is being said and the lyrics and everything is exactly what i was going through exactly how i felt and exactly what i want people to take away from it is it hard for you or have you yet sang that song in public no i have have i i have i have maybe twice Hard to take on that lyric, or is no. it easy because it's true? Actually, I don't even think I say it live. I don't think I say that part. But I mean, the song, the whole song is about that, anyways. But no, it's just like fun, and people like it, and it's not weird for me. Because I mean, if it was weird for me or made me feel uncomfortable, I wouldn't have done, done that. It. So you're an adult. I am. I'm almost twenty. Oh my god, you're getting old. <laughs> so old. Wow. Almost. 2020, I'll be 20. So much time left in life. <laughs> Knock on wood. Yeah, my sister is now 25, and she posted, she was like halfway to 50, and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm almost halfway to 50. No, stop. Don't think like that. <laughs> You're <laughs> almost halfway to 40. I'm almost 20. Let's just say that. <laughs> let's like live every day as it comes. Yeah. Because you, you got a long journey ahead. You do. And you refer to yourself as almost a celebrity. <laughs> do you believe that? I mean, people come up to me and they're like, you're so famous. I love you. They're just like, a lot of people point me as a celebrity because I have 
followers or I'm going on red carpets or Getty Images is taking pictures of me, which I remember when I was young, I was like, when I'll know I'm famous is if I'm on TV and Getty Images is taking pictures of me. But then it's like the first time I came out to LA, I didn't realize because Getty Images was just this celebrity famous thing in my mind, like paparazzi. Yeah. But it wasn't, it's not even paparazzi. It's just They'll like, go, they'll go anywhere you ask them to go. Yes. So basically, I'm just like, okay, well, I don't think that defines me as a celebrity. So like, now what? So I I don't think I'm a celebrity. No, but I definitely would say I'm a role model, and I have people looking up to me. That's all I would say about myself. I think that's the right answer, though. Yeah, you'd never want to be like I'm famous. Look at me. No. Well, you don't want to get ahead of yourself. No. Because then if you get ahead of yourself, what else do you have to work for? Exactly. Right? Like. Exactly. You're so young. The journey ahead is long. Yes. (laughs) You know, you want to keep those goals intact. Yeah. What what makes a celebrity, Dan? What do you think? I have no idea. It's a good question. Because you see so many young kids on the internet. And it's like, are they celebrities? Are they not? Are A-listers? Is that who's a celebrity? Honestly, I don't know what defines a celebrity what is the definition of a celebrity leave your thoughts down below yes leave (laughs) your thoughts in the comment section below yeah people are just gonna be like justin bieber (laughs) you know they're just gonna say a person's name but he deserves it right of course justin's been doing this a long time he sells out stadiums when was his okay what is that moment that is like he's a celebrity now you know what i mean what is that I think signify. I think the mob scenes like at the mall. True. But he's a celebrity for as long as that stuff lasts, right? I think it's yeah. everything he does after that, like that solidifies him as a celebrity forever. Yeah. Yeah. Could be that. Because in that moment you could be like he's a fad. Yeah. But he ended up becoming a celebrity after it. Yeah. Mm. True. He's doing it right. Comment in the thing below. Speaking of comments, your comment section's still off. Talk about it. Why? I guess they think that pedophiles comment on my YouTube videos. Oh. I guess they have a code of, like, blue fish, blue whale that they say with, like, timestamps of people to go to that time in my videos. I don't know. Interesting. I'm not, but... And they say that I'm a minor, and I'm for sure not a minor. Yeah, once you turn 18, you should be able to make those decisions, right? Yeah, you should... But I have friends that have the same issues and they're, they don't film with minors. They're not minors. They just, and then I've, I've had so many talks. I'm like, okay, if there's videos that have those little codes in it, can I unlist those? Can I take those off? But they, I guess, are either all of them or they don't want to tell me. Or, yeah, because they're using like AI. They're using some technology that's determining. Yeah. And YouTube found out about it and they know how it works. So... As soon as they knew about that, they disabled my comments. And I cannot turn them back on. And I'm like, I worked so hard for 2 million yeah. subscribers that I don't want to start a new channel. So I just deal with the no comments thing. I don't know. That makes it really hard, though, because then you can't discuss something with someone else. Like, it's hard to have a back and forth yeah, dialogue. Yeah, like, like you just said, comment down below. You I, can't. I can't be like, oh, which was your favorite Halloween costume? Comment down below. Or what's your favorite song off my EP? I have to be like... Go chat with me on Instagram and all this stuff. I'm just like, it really annoys me because that's really how I started was YouTube. And I'm just, I've I've put everything on YouTube for years now, almost eight years. And 
for them to just turn it off and not reevaluate or anything. I'm just like, oh, I'm trying to be positive about it, though. It's okay. And by the way, when I say interesting, I mean the technology behind how they're even determining that this is a problem. Yeah. For your account in particular. But also, I mean, they're obviously doing it out of safety concerns. Yeah. I, I don't know. The Internet's a creepy, crazy, yeah, magical, disturbing, incredible I'm like, why me? Place. Yeah, but don't you have a big enough following where you can contact someone at YouTube and be like, hey, I built this following. I'm ni- I'm almost 20. Let people comment on my post. I have had my managers, my agencies. My agency walked into YouTube yesterday, and I guess the main dude happened to not be there. And they, they're just saying that this is what they have to do to keep the platform under control. And they they say that I, I they can't do anything about it because... If I was to turn it on, I would have to monitor them. And I don't know the code, so I don't know what I'm supposed to be monitoring. And then I get a lot of comments so how it's so hard to see them all and delete the ones that are. So we just decided to not deal with that. Man. Dan was commenting. No, I just I just know we talked about it last time and I just checked again and the comments are still off. We talked about this last time? I, I believe so. Facepalm. Well, you and Jordan started a combined channel didn't you a jordan and jordan channel yeah because i'm just like so over it that and i was so concerned because i have this friend i did a youtube collab with and she was like so weird the video the only video on my channel that youtube disabled comments is the one that you're in and i just i just feel like they're targeting me like Mm -hmm. i can't i'm like i don't want to hurt his channel and have all of his stuff so we just started a new one where he can post his own stuff on his channel we have a separate place for all of that stuff and if they turn the comments off on that channel, I'm literally quitting YouTube. It's the blue hair. Honestly, it's, it's the, no. against something. I'm sorry. That really, uh, that sucks. And mm-hmm. you deserve answers. By the way, at a minimum, YouTube, talk to her. Yeah, I'm like, if Halsey's comments were turned off, she'd have them turned right back on. Yeah. Or she would start a new channel. I'm like, no one would be able to go through this. By the way, new definition of celebrity. If their YouTube comments get turned off, they can get them turned on very easily. Oh. That is it. That is it. I'm telling you. They have the power. You have a n- new album, new EP. I mean, seven songs. You're kind of right on the border of EP into album land. Yes. Yes. I wanted to do a lot of EPs just have four to five songs, yes. but I was just like, why not go big? I have them. Why not put them out? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. But. You still now have room for an actual first album. Yes, yes. And I already have two songs that I'm about to record slash finish up because after tour, I want to get it going. Rock on. We do have a full tour here. Yes. November, Dallas, Houston, Boston, Philadelphia, Amityville, New York, Los Angeles, California. And San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. San Diego show is on my boyfriend's birthday. Jordan. Yes. I still think it's so weird that you share a name <laughs> with your boyfriend. Yeah, it's weird. He's also going to come to some of the shows. I'm like, you better come because it's a first tour. So you better come. Oh, he better be there. But you need to make it clear to him. They're chanting my name, <laughs> not yours. Nah, he'll just, he'll be, I could already see it. He's going to definitely post that these people are talking about me look at me (laughs) i can already see it okay this is a full-fledged tour have we really started prepping here 
Well, re- rehearsals for 19 days straight start Whoa. Monday. Get Dance rehearsals, band rehearsal, vocal lessons, all of that are 10 to 6 p.m. from Monday until the day before tour. Here we go. And I'm like, when am I supposed to get my eyelashes done and my nails done when (laughs) I have 10 to 6? Never. I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm in school again. 7.30 in the morning. That's when you get your (laughs) your eyelashes done. Like, are you open? (laughs) Or in your off time. Yeah. But this is what you wanted, right? Of course. Yeah, no, I'm like... And you know rehearsals and practicing very, very well. Oh, yeah. I've basically had dance. My whole life was school, 7.30 to 3, and then dance, 3.30 to 9.30. And sometimes I would stay late and improv. So, I mean, it's nothing new. But, um, yeah, it's everything that we've been working for. And I'm finally going on tour. So it'll all be worth it. (laughs) Just curious, when you were when you had like a really full day like that, right? When you had school and dance, do you feel like you were more driven? Um, I mean, I definitely felt like I wasn't being lazy or procrastinating because I literally had to be somewhere. But at the same time, I feel like I'm getting more things done nowadays when I'm just at interviews, being on my phone with my emails and vocal lessons. Yeah. All of that is just like because I'm planning for what's to come instead of being doing the same thing every day of my life it was literally just the same thing but no procrastination because you were so tight exactly tightly packed yeah and yeah it was just you couldn't put anything off because you had no time yeah like i couldn't hang out with friends couldn't date anybody couldn't so yeah i mean it's basically what i'm what my life was like then is what it's about to be with this whole tour and scheduling it's going to be like, I can't see anybody. I can't eat anywhere. I'm like, I'm just going to be in my little studio working 24-7. Cool. Well, we're going to invite ourselves to a LA. Los Angeles date. The Mint. Please come. Mm-hmm. Please come. Dan, are you going to go? Yeah, I'll go. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, I'm going to have my people talk to your people. Uh, my person's Dan. <laughs> my person's Zach, so. Okay. So. Uh... I know where to find you. <laughs> we'll be right here. Okay. <laughs> um, what inspired the blue hair? Okay, well, I just wanted something new, like everyone does. Um, and I didn't want to do anything basic. I've done pink tips, but like very temporary, like one day washout. And I was just like, I just need something new. I'm about to do this music stuff, and I'm just wanting to be different. So then I just went blue, but I'm going back to blonde tomorrow. Oh, goodbye blue. I know, and it's really sad because I've never dyed my hair, and it's always been blonde. So I feel like I'm never going to have my natural color back. Aww. It's okay. It's a, Maybe one day. Maybe one day. <laughs> but blue is definitely, I'm over it. I'm oves. Yeah, it's fun for like, two three weeks then you're just over the color yeah i mean this little like teal ocean thing i have going on is what i almost wanted but then of course at first it has to be like super bright Mm because then it fades to this but it's green almost now and green and blue i guess is the hardest colors to come out of your hair so i can't do it naturally unless i want to wait like six months to use clarifying shampoo every day 
Mm. Wow. The whole is, talk in itself. That is a whole process. <laughs> that is a 45-minute TED Talk. Yeah. So if you change your hair, does that mean your boyfriend changes his hair too? <laughs> he seems to follow what you do. Well, for some reason, his is already faded out. He goes surfing, and he's in the sun, so I guess the salt and the sun really drain out the blue but i have not seen the sun i have not had time to go in the ocean so (laughs) mine is still blue this boyfriend of yours lives quite the life (laughs) what does he do he well his favorite thing is surfing so he surfs like every day surfs up bro yep and i mean he's just like a youtuber comedian entrepreneur i don't even know he's always got stuff going on um like i haven't seen him since like sunday i'm not gonna see him till saturday i know it's like Oh, wow, a week, but we're both just so busy with everything that we have going on, and I'm just about to be more busy with tour, so. See, this is a good relationship. Yeah. yeah. Too busy, healthy oh, yeah. hustlers. Oh, yeah. With their own goals, their yes. own shit going on. It's so good. So good. Here's a weird question. Thinking way into the future, if you guys were to have kids, would you name the kids Jordan? Nope, we have a cute name picked out. Obviously not soon, but because, uh, no, the other day we were just making pizza and I was like, let's just like write down a couple names and then one day in years when we're having a kid, let's see if we like that name that we wrote down. What, what was it about putting, it was putting dough in the oven that made you think of babies? <laughs> we were just doing nothing and then I think earlier in the day I was watching a YouTube video because um, people I watch, Aspen and Parker, they were like naming their baby or something and they had said in the video that they wrote down names um, like four years ago when they started dating or something. I don't know if I'm saying it right. But then like they actually went with a name or thought about a name that they wrote down. So I was like, oh my gosh, let's do that. Why not? So we did. So what are the names? I don't want to say it. I'll say a name that we won't use. It's Teo. I think it's cute. Teo? Teo. T-E-O. Teo. Because my, one of my favorite movies growing up was Earth to Echo. And the main actor's real name is Teo. So that's how I got that name. <laughs> so why won't that be used? Teo. Because it doesn't flow with bow. Teo bow. Yeah. Oh my god. Sounds Teo like bow. Ty- <laughs> sounds like Tai bow. No, yeah. So it doesn't flow. So we won't be using that one. Does anyone in this room even remember what Tai bow was? No. No. Um, nobody really. What is it? Jordan's mom. You don't know what Tai bow was? Was that like a workout thing for women like back in the day? Tai bow. You do Tai bow. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Uh. Somebody back there knows. Oh, I'm, I'm so old. Not. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm going to say. But I'm not. You don't, don't know what you're talking about. Do you know Pilates? Yes, I know Pilates. It's like that, but like that was actually. Cool I really don't then. even know what Pilates is. What do they do in Pilates? I don't know. I'm I'm like totally distracting. Like I know yoga. It's, but what is Pilates? Stretching. It's like something like yoga. Yeah. Why isn't it just called stretching then? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> it's not as brandable, okay? Like, it would be way easier if it was just stretching class. Pilates. <laughs> hey, are you going to go to stretching today? <laughs> True, I guess it's weird. I'll catch you at stretching. <laughs> Two to four, stretching class. Different, you know? Sure. The branding Pilates. opportunities are limited. Jordan Jones, that is the EP. Not an album. Yep. But an EP. Self-titled. An EP. One day you'll be able to comment on her YouTube videos. But today, nothing. You guys could go subscribe to show the love. And that's but you it. can't comment. So what? You just got to tell everybody, go to my Instagram. That's, yeah. good, uh, that's good promotion, though. But I mean, it's good, too, because the one thing that's good about it is you don't get hate comments. Hey, I don't yeah. look at them ever, but you don't even get, get to give them a chance. Hey. That's the, that's, the, that's the only good part. Glass half full. 
That's how I always have to see it. Jordan Jones, the, the EP is totally worth your time. It really is good. Good stuff. Thank you. It's mm. awesome. It does suck that nobody can comment on your photos, though. And now that I'm more, I think about it more, I get very upset that the internet Videos. is this dark. Video. Video, sorry. Videos, yes. It's so the internet is a dark day. place. Maybe next time you're here. Maybe. We'll be able to comment. Hey. Well, in that moment, we'll know that you're a celebrity. <laughs> if you could fix this I'll comment I'll just walk problem. in and be like, excuse me, I'm a celebrity. <laughs> I have comments. Jordan Jones, everybody. Thanks for hanging out. Thank Thank you. Love. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.